0: Welcome to the dungeon house. Wow! Welcome to the dungeon house. How are you all doing today? Woo! It's
1: only me. It's only Chase. <laughs> I'm so alone, but that's okay. Cause actually, I'm not alone. Cause there's we are here, McKay, Tori, and Faith in this room, but I'm That's the only true. one playing today.
0: They're all sitting pretty close by. Today yeah. we actually have a special, special session. We do these every once in a while when like certain events come up, but we are now having a Gale One-Shot.
1: Yeah! A Ooh. Gale One-Shot!
0: There
1: we go. Does this, does this mean I finally overcome being an intern, and I'm full-fledged, like... Senior intern?
0: Uh, I, I could do it. I can be the senior intern. That works. Nice! It's not like you, like, wiggled your way in and married a member of the, the party just to play with us or anything like that.
1: <laughs> Definitely not. But that was very much a plus.
0: <laughs> of course. Nice. All right. But with that comment, let's jump straight into this. After a, a long journey on the boat and the uh team going through some many interesting trials and things like that uh y'all went for the y'all went to bed for the night just in the inn that you guys were staying at i believe you guys were staying at the uh rock and hawk if i remember correctly I th-
1: if i remember correctly it was the rock and hawk
0: yep uh, as <clears throat> as the party had gone through their adventure throughout the day and seen many things gail was sort of i guess what would you say your emotions were that night as so to bed.
1: as he was hanging off to bed, he he still didn't really have a, a feeling that what they had talked about was real or true. You know, like when someone tells you something that makes sense, but just like deep down, it doesn't really feel like it can be right. And so, you yeah. like, you still like having that question. So Gil at this point is really, really confused and. I I'd imagine he, it took him a little bit of time just sitting there, like petting packs, eventually to to fall asleep.
0: All right, I like that. So after a while falling asleep and just sort of like recollecting about what happened, uh, your dreams start off as usual, just sort of normal dreams, if dreams can be normal. Ooh. Uh Nothing too perplexing. Though throughout the night, Gail, uh, you start feeling as if your dreams are drifting you off into a different place, as if like these feelings are rushing inside of you, and these... this almost like ex- existential thing is happening. Um, it does get to the point that sort of this vision sort of keeps like popping back into your your dream state of you. seeing Ari uh, stabbing. We must. That, that uh the merfolk sort of in the air and then throwing him on the boat after a while though like you start like you almost when well, you can like start taking control of your dream for that feeling of like you're the one making decisions and things like that happening
1: like lucid dreaming
0: like lucid dreaming wow as as you start to like sort of lucid dream suddenly the atmosphere of the dream changes around you. Um, Ari sort of stabbing a merfolk and like throwing him on the ground begins to change as the whole the whole area begins to change. You see as like instead of Ari standing there, you do see what looks to be an orcish type creature um, with metal black metal spikes coming out of its shoulders and this black metal gauntlet of a helmet on its head. Of two spikes coming out this way, the one coming right out the middle, like that. Um, As you watch and look, um, the creature, the person that is being held in the the sword, it seems to be an older-looking lady, um, maybe within her 40s. In 40s. Um, You watch as all of a sudden, as you begin to look around at me, the scenario, the scene is changing from the ocean and the boat to what seems to be this grass filled with a couple trees in the distance, but this red glow is sort of humming all around you as you realize that you're hiding behind what seems to be almost these barrels. At this point in the dream, like it's become lucid enough that you can start moving around. So uh, I need you to make a stealth check to start this off.
1: That is a 26. All right. Um,
0: So with a 26, you realize that you're hidden pretty well among these like barrels and boxes and crates. Um, As the dream begins to almost clear a little bit, you start realizing that like this creature that stands before you, he's only about maybe 30 feet off roughly. Um, So not too far off. As he watches, this creature sort of snarls and throws his body of this person down on the ground. As you begin looking around, like, you see that this red glow that was all around you, it starts to distinguish itself more as, like, fire, per se. And, like, there almost seems to be fire everywhere. Um, once again, looking around, you see that this green field that you're in, things become more clear, and you see more of these people walking around, slash what seems to be traveling carts and things like that.
1: Does any of the things that I'm seeing look familiar?
0: Make, make a, uh... check. Make Just make a perception check. We'll just go with the perception check. Uh,
1: a 14. A 14. So, like, do i know where i'm at
0: with the 14 and i want you to make so this is a weird check and i was looking into this one a bit but i want you to make a constitution save
1: okay um for my constitution save i got an eight
0: an eight all right so because you're still sort of in this dream like state in this lucid state your mind is still a bit fuzzy almost as if like Like it's trying to like figure out what's going on. And so with an eight as sort of like this baseline to like your consciousness throughout this dream, uh, as you look around, you start recognizing the place around you. You see that some of these like carts and traveling things remind you of like your childhood growing up. You notice that you see what seems to be like the body of a man in the distance sort of like leaning on a chair that was part of your your crew. Um, with the 14 though, you do realize that while this seems to be like very similar, if not what was this, this traveling crew that you traveled with, is there's not a lot of people around except for people lying in the ground sleeping maybe, with these large Ortish type creatures walking around with these big long jagged swords.
1: The next thing that um, I do is I'm I'm looking around and seeing these these monsters. I, I wanna look down um, at my hands. Are my hands that of like a younger boy or am I still about the same size as I am?
0: As you sort of look down at yourself and analyze yourself, you, you realize that like the clothes that you're wearing are the old clothes that you used to wear before the accident and like it seems like your hands are smaller and your feet are smaller as you realize that you are in the body of your old self
1: yeah um as a description just so like the audience can know like the the clothes that gail grew up wearing were kind of more billowy but like around the wrists and the ankles they were kind of tied down in like a little bit a tighter fashion well like you'd have like the middle section like the upper arms and the upper legs were very billowy and you'd wear a very large cloak over it all. And it was usually mostly like muted tones of what his family wore. Nice. I, as I I look down, I see that my, I'm, I'm a child and have this realization that I'm, I don't know who these people are and, I, I my first thought would be, I I want to look back over towards the the people on the ground and do I see any of my family?
0: All right, make a perception check.
1: Um, that was a five.
0: With a five, as as you're still sort of in this lucid this lucid dream where you sort of have control of what's going on. As you look, you don't necessarily notice anyone being of your family, that the people on the ground, why it's they seem similar of a sorts, you're not able to really pick out family members at that point.
1: Okay.
0: Hey. Um, what was your stealth again?
1: It was a 26. Okay,
0: okay. Um, while you are sitting there, you do start to see that like the flames sort of in the distance are like beginning to grow and come closer to you. Um, some of the like guards or not guards, but these like work-like creatures um, are walking around more adamantly sort of checking, like kicking the bodies that are sleeping on the ground.
1: Um, not really knowing what to do and wondering where like my family has gone. I would um, look for if there's any structures or anything nearby that I could run towards to, to get better Cover and to hide a little bit better from these these creatures.
0: All right, make a make a perception check again, specifically with that in mind. Like,
1: I, I got an eleven.
0: Eleven. So what what you've seen before and sort of the main things is um, that. We're going to sort of, like, reveal an area on what what you sort of see, per se. Okay. So, and I'm... So, these are... These are carts, just so you know.
1: Perfect. That looks like a cart.
0: So, you do see, just sort of in this area, like, it's almost as if, like, there was a, a circle before... But then the circle sort of got like destroyed like right here this cart this cart specifically uh is sort of like turned over on its side yeah and was there seems to be like the runes of a cart that must have been right here uh you see these sort of carts right here uh with an 11 you do notice that there are some trees off into the distance but uh, some of them appear to be on fire and these guards that are walking around you notice that you're dealing with about four of them're just sort of checking bodies and stuff like that
1: am I am I just in the middle by some barrels?
0: yeah so you're in the middle by some barrels and you're freaking hiding like a pro right now
1: like moving around and stuff like that um, yeah I would, I think what Gale would do at this point um, is if there is any moment that he could like, like, as like two of these creatures are tucked have their backs turned he would try to dash towards like maybe the ruins of this cart looking for like any of the leaders of the caravan or his his parents to to ask him what to do. He has no idea what happened.
0: Makes sense. I need you to make a constitution check first and then a dexterity. Nah. Make the constitution check first.
1: Um, that's a fourteen.
0: Okay. So with a fourteen, uh, that's better than what was it before?
1: It was a s- an eight.
0: Okay. Yeah. So as the longer you've been here in this dream, it, it begins to become a more like more to focus. You don't feel as like out of it as before. You feel like, While well, it's still a dream. It starts to feel a little bit more real. Like you begin to start smelling. Things. like the smell of burnt corpse and burnt wood as you're beginning to like your senses are coming into play uh, as you're sort of watching these guards uh, I'll, I'll let you debate this one for a bit but what do you think would be a fair check? Is it sort of like a strategy type thing?
1: Um, This is my argument Okay. why Gail would be able to do this. His whole family um, made their living off of doing different magic um, shows and stuff like that. And a lot of that is the keeping the distraction off of what actually is going on. And so I feel like he would know what to look for in order to keep, like to know where they're looking and what would be the right time to move.
0: I like that. Uh, advantage on just the basic intelligence check then. Um ten. Oh. Alright. I mean he's not very
1: smart. He's just that is true. dexterous. Dexterous.
0: Let's see how good they are. Oh. Alright. Um, as you begin to move to sort of like head off to see if you can find someone of the guard. you see this moment where like the guards sort of turn their heads, begin walking away. Um, as you begin to head, you do move a little too quick for comfort. Um, as you get about right there, the guards turn their heads and you watch sort of in horror as they make eye contact with you. And you feel this sudden sense of dread.
1: As soon as that happens, with Gale's also other side kind of kicking in, his first reaction would be to reach for his, his, um, for his weapon, whatever it is. Yeah.
0: As you go to reach for a weapon, you realize that there's no weapon to be reached
1: for. Um, then he would run.
0: All right. Uh, what's your movement speed? Dash
1: um, speed. Dash speed? Yes. At this time? Yes. Is 45 feet. Um, so every dash, I could do 90 feet.
0: So every dash is 90 feet. Currently, just with the distance, you're looking at about... This uh, 20 feet, 20 feet, 40, 40, 40. All right, so in about... Okay, I have the time frame before they catch you. Because um, sadly they are faster than
1: you. Oh, they are faster than that! Wow. Okay.
0: Wait. Oh, wait. Did you say forty-five as your normal speed?
1: Uh, as my normal speed, so ninety oh, feet oh. with dash.
0: Oh, my bad. My bad. For some reason, well, I
1: also it was... you could say that a child with small legs.
0: Yeah, that is true.
1: But I will. Give uh, I you would say that. that I would have a little bit faster movement speed than. Because base movement speed for a Janassi is thirty five feet. Yes. And a genasi.
0: Yeah, that sounds that sounds good. We'll we'll factor that in. So for some reason when you said it, when you said forty five, I thought that was like your dashing speed, and I was like, ah oh, this this boy's slow now, okay?
1: Yeah. <laughs> that so sad.
0: Alright. And you begin to run. As <laughs> you begin to run, um, what direction are you heading?
1: Um I'm heading in this direction towards some of the trees that are most likely on fire.
0: All right. As you begin heading towards one of the trees, I need you to make an athletics check.
1: Um, athletics, or could I use acrobatics?
0: Acrobatics will work as well. As one of these trees that you were running by, uh, sort of a a guard or this orcish type creature sort of pops out and tries to grab you. I need you to make this athletics check.
1: Um, that is a uh, 22. Ooh.
0: Barely. Because I got a 21. Yeah. But barely. You just watch this creature tries to grab you with one of its arms. You're able to like finagle your arm out of the way, dodge it, per se. As you get sort of a closer look, with your smell up and running, you smell this horrific stench coming from its mouth. Sort of this gurgling, like, you know when you leave like rotten meat in the the trash can for too long and it begins to smell. <laughs> I should That's make it I should have you make a constitution check for just for its breath. But you're able to sort of finagle its way out. As you get a closer look at it though, you notice that its nose is sort of like rounded like a pig per se.
1: Well, oh, Interesting.
0: Um, it's sort of like these sharpish teeth. Like not necessarily an orc like your original thought, but almost like a pigish type creature of a sort.
1: Like- as tusks and a, a pig nose.
0: Exactly. Um, as you begin running though uh, through these burning trees, you start getting away getting away from like what seemed to be like the camp that you were at before. As you're going through these burning trees and you start looking around, I need you to make another perception check.
1: Um, that was a natural twenty plus four. So twenty four.
0: As your perception is totally on board and you're like seeing things clearly, I i need you to make that constitution safe.
1: It's a nine. I got it. Oh, a, a nine.
0: so as you're going, you, you start feeling like your cognitiveness, like you know, when you're in the dream, but then like things start getting a little weird again, even though it's or like, positive.
1: like you. Yeah, like you kind of stop losing control, and it's more just kind of happening to you. Like, you don't feel yourself running anymore, but it's just like you're watching it happen.
0: Exactly. You feel more like you're watching someone run, right? Yeah. As you're having, like, almost this out-of-body experience, you're not able to smell anymore. Like, some of the fiery trees are starting to blur and things like that. Uh, everything's just starting to blur around you. You do hear the thumping of feet. <laughs> and these like gruff like and this language you can't understand is you do feel like you are being chased um as this intense fear is starting to like beat within your heart even though you can't feel it you do feel the thumping as this fear is taking place um you do try to your your person or yourself is looking around even without your control looking back and seeing these creatures getting closer and closer Looking up into the sky, as you do look into the sky, you do see for a second what seems to be this like fiery meteor, a fiery star of sorts, sort of like flashing in the sky above you. Um, You don't know what time it is, and you don't even know where it could be, but like with how much light is illuminating, you're watching as like there's this bright red haze in the sky um, that sort of like fades in with black. There's this is honestly this dreadful feeling, sort of like the pits inside your gut. Um, as you begin running further, you you end up running um, sort of out of control and you end up running straight into what seems to be another guard's leg as you pass through a, a tree really fast and you fall sort of back on your butt. Uh I need you to make an athletics check again. Or acrobatics. What'd you get? You go first.
1: I got an eight.
0: Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I thought I did bad with a nine.
1: <laughs> so, so sad.
0: You uh, you sort of watch this existential thing as this like, this creature that you've accidentally ran into since your constitution fell below, Chad. Um Sort of goes and like grabs and picks you up into the picks you up into the air.
1: Can I do anything?
0: What would you like to do?
1: I would like to try cast the gust cantrip to push him away from me. Okay. Awesome. Um. Let me see exactly what I need to do. As I look up my spells, the most I think it's it can get a five-foot gap between
0: me and Yes. I think you have access to the Gust spell at this point. You should.
1: I mean, that's, it's... That's associated that's just, with your race. That's associated with my race. Yeah, no. Wait, you actually, right. no. You it's right. Shocking Grasp. But, I... It's up to you. I took it because it was basically associated with my race.
0: Technically, technically, class right now. I, I'll allow it, I'll allow it, because Gust is pretty air nausea
1: Yeah, so it needs to make a strength saving throw.
0: Oh. What's the DC?
1: Um, it is... And
0: minus, uh, minus it by two.
1: Three, four. So three plus eight
0: two. Plus eight. That's an eleven. Oh, yeah, it passes.
1: Okay. Because I like try to push away from it. Um I would I'll I'll, I'll let Whatever's about to happen, but there's something else that Gail will try to do after this.
0: Okay, sounds good. Just uh, as things are happening, just cut me off when they are. Gale is ready to react to the situation. Yeah. Okay. Um. At this point, this this creature, this nasty creature, begins like picks you up and sort of like puts you underneath. It's like just, like holding you like a child, right? Um. And you watch as it begins. Uh, how, how do you explain this? Like. It's arm wrapped around, almost like
1: like carrying something under your arm. Like,
0: yes, that would work. As it begins, like carrying you a little bit further down the path. After about just what seems to be like a couple seconds, maybe longer, maybe shorter. Like this dream is like starting to like take its effect on you.
1: Um, Um, I would like to, while he's carrying me, I I would whistle and call for Pax to see if he can come kind of fly in the, the guard's face and so I can hopefully break the grip and scuttle off again.
0: So correct me if I'm wrong, but when a familiar passes, a spell needs to be cast, the ritual spell to bring the familiar back into play, right?
1: Not if it's have, now if it's already bin cast, if it's R.A. up and running, then it's just an action to call your familiar back to you.
0: Up? Um,
1: if I'm understanding correctly. So if we summon a familiar, it would be a whole ritual that takes an hour and stuff like that.
0: Yes. Yes. Um. As you try that for certain reasons um, you're not able to summon
1: Oh, interesting
0: which you may learn later you may not learn later let's just say things have happened prior to this moment
1: okay, okay.
0: um with that you watch it's like you sort of get like brought to this clearing of a sorts um As you're in this clearing, you notice that, while there are some of these creatures standing about, there also seems to be these hooded figures as well, standing about. Sort of like draped in these cloaks. I need you to make a constitution save at this point.
1: Um, that's an 11.
0: With an 11. Okay as you begin coming back a little bit more and your your senses clear up just a hair, uh, you watch as this, sort of like in this clearing and in the center of this clearing, there seems to be a gathering of children. Uh, As you two are sort of like thrown into this clearing of children, there's only a couple of them. Um, As you sort of like bounce on the ground and like hit your elbow against something, uh, as you sort of start to get up, you hear just in a, a slight whimpering of a voice. Brother, is that you?
1: I was I was just about to ask. I, I wanna look for my sister.
0: Yeah you you just your head sort of like comes up after being thrown on the ground and, and you just watch and you see your sister standing there in front of you. Or like on the ground as her face looks into you.
1: Uh, is Azura? Uh, are you hurt?
0: Yeah. Mom.
1: What happened to mom? You ran off with mom. Where's mom? I yeah. I would like to do a history check to see if I remember what happened to mom.
0: Make a history
1: okay. check. I, I just got a 17.
0: And then make a constitution
1: check. Uh, constitution is a 21 as well.
0: At this part in the dream, like your heart's thumping, like everything sort of hurts. While it is still this lucid dream, you're, you're starting to come to terms with like, is this real? Is this not real? Like, where am I, right? Suddenly at this point, which is the rush of seeing your sister's face. Uh, a face that, even though you've had it in your memories ever since you've been back and out of your assassin face, hasn't, hasn't necessarily been the most clearest or the most defined, as suddenly her face and the environment around you becomes like super clear. It's super potent. The smells, the emotion, the rush of energy—it feels literally like you're right there. And that your adventures with everyone else are just the, are the past and a dream, and this is reality. At this point, you realize that the lady that was stabbed by that massive creature was your mother.
1: As and, as I look down at the the face of my little sister, who's about four years my junior. Her, her faces are still very round and, and soft, and she has really big, uh, light tan eyes. And her her skin's uh, dusty, a little bit darker hue than Gail's. Um, and her long, wavy hair is um, pulled underneath her her little... Um, auburn-colored shawl. Um, I, I I look down at her and I, I can feel the tears rolling down my face as I, I I I I saw it. I I saw them do it. They and I I just grab her and I I start crying and holding her. They 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 killed her. They. Is there a- they- they killed it.
0: What? No! No! I- No, you're lying. Right. You're lying, right, Gail. You- you said you'd protect her. I- I
1: you
0: went said back, I, I-
1: I tried to- I tried to find her. <laughs> We what? We need to get going. Okay. We go. Do you still have Ella? By the way, Ella was her hawk. No.
0: Oh, she died with ax. Okay, what are we supposed to do? Do at, at this point.
1: Yes. I would do I would like to look around to see if like there's anything around that I can I can use to, to protect you me and my sister, or like a way out for us.
0: As you look around, um, make a perception check. I got a seven. Perfect. Uh, Gail, you sort of like lift your head up away from your crying sister. Everything feels so real and you look up above as you see this hooded figure just sort of standing above you and your sister. Sort of ominousness standing there, almost watching into. The hand of it begins to raise a little bit, and you sort of hear in this uh, dark voice ominously saying, These two these for the experiments. With that, um, everything begins to blur a little bit more as, like, you hear the scream coming from your sister, but it's almost like, even though you're right next to her, it feels very distant. All of a sudden, like, things begin to sort of, like, really start blurring as a headache begins to insert within yourself. You start hearing what seems to be someone praising the sun and doing yoga in the distance. Um, as, like, everything begins to, like, rush to you all of a sudden, and then a sharp pain, and then, <laughs> You sit there.
1: I... <sighs> The first thing I would do is I, I would I'd reach to the side looking for my sister.
0: As you reach out, yeah. there's nothing there. As you look around and you see your surroundings, as you see this 16, 15, 14-year-old tallish guy with a little bit of chin hair doing yoga in the corner of the room, um, this girl singing about the sun, and you realize that you're um, back and what had just happened.
1: Uh, at that point Gil would have sat like quietly stood up and before anyone like really had noticed him get up he would have left just into the hallway and as he kind of quietly shuts the door behind him he would just slide put his, his back against the wall and kind of like look down at his hands and Sura as he just slides down and she's out there.
0: I need you to make a history check.
1: That is a fourteen.
0: With that, sadly, you try to try to remember the face of your sister. You try to remember the events of the dream, but already things are beginning to fade. And, um, the general idea is, but the the face of the hooded figure, you're not really able to make out or really see as. The dream begins to just linger in your heart and linger in your soul. You know, as you sort of come to terms with what's happened. And we're gonna call it for the Gale One Shot. Ah!
1: Yeah. My family's all gone. Da, da,
0: da. Yep, sorry about that. They're dead. Da, da, da. Yeah.
1: That's so sad. Awesome. Uh,
0: Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this Gale one-shot, sort of going a little bit into the, the past of Gale, retrospectively. Um, My family. Now, just so you know, uh, for you, Chase, personally, yes. this isn't these one-shots, these dreams, these visions, these whatever you're having, aren't in chronological order at all. Um, yeah. So just be wary of that as we move forward. Just certain events that happen in the world, Will trigger these streams to happen, such as just for the audience, because Ari stabbed the Merfolk man and lifted him up and threw him on the floor. That triggered <laughs> Dale remembering the creature stabbing his mom and lifting her up and throwing her on the floor. Uh, ah, uh, ah, oh, oh, oh. Just oh, so you know, no. as we move forward. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Dungeon. D- Dungeon. Dungeon Dungeon
1: House Dungeon House
0: Uh, Until next time Special thanks to all of our listeners and supporters on Patreon The Ambient Music was produced and created by Michael Gelfi The Intro and Outro was produced and created by William Heaton You can check out our website at www.thedungeonhouse.com You can also find us on Instagram